Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Welcome back to Spirit Scoop. I'm your host, Michelle Lindsay. For this episode, I'm going to talk about how I stumbled into what I'm doing now. How did it all come about? I've had spiritual experiences. I've seen spirits. I've had all the things happen to me leading up to this episode. But how did I get to where I am today? How did I start speaking and learning how to communicate with spirit? When did I find out I'm a medium? How did I stumble upon the idea that, hey, I think I could talk to spirit? Spirit keeps showing up to me in all of these ways. They must be trying to get my attention for something. And what do I do with all this information? What do I do with all these experiences? Is it just a coincidence? Is it just that I watched too many scary movies growing up? Or or what is it? How does this connect to me and my life's purpose? So I'm going to take it back to my Saturn return. So my Saturn return, I was going through my Saturn return without knowing that I was going through my Saturn return. So a Saturn return happens approximately every 29.5 years, which means it lands in the same place in the sky it did when you were born, roughly around the time that you turned 29. And usually it's for about 2.5 to 3 years. So you go through about three Saturn returns your whole entire life. Your first one happens between 27 and 31. Your second Saturn return happens between 56 and 60. And then your third Saturn return happens around the age of 84 to 90. And if you're curious about when your Saturn return is, are you in your Saturn return right now? You can just type it in Google. I I think you just need to know the time that you were born and the location, and your birthday, and it will tell you when to expect your Saturn return. But your first Saturn return is the one that you've probably heard about the most, as it brings the biggest shock to your system. The first Saturn return brings the biggest shock to your system, because it's your first Saturn return. So it can come through with a lot of challenges. You can feel like your life just flips upside down, But the point of it is for you to get back into alignment of what you're really supposed to be here on this earth doing, like what you're finding your purpose. So if you're in a relationship during your Saturn return that no longer serves you or it's not a relationship that you're supposed to be in, you might notice that there might be some endings of friendships, romantic relationships, changes within your job, you might find that you're no longer happy and you totally just switch careers. You find you might find that you go back to school. You might find that you get a divorce if you're married. You might even find that you have a child, you start you get pregnant. 
it's just these huge, big life changes that happen during your Saturn return. So for me, I was in my Saturn return. I think it was it was about a month into my Saturn return. And it's interesting because during this time, during my Saturn return, my birthday is in May. So my Saturn return just started. During this time, we were in COVID. We were in quarantine. This was the beginning of the whole COVID situation. And I had this reading booked with Mystic Michaela. I know I talked about her early on, but she was the first person that I was really drawn to and I was learning from. So I booked a reading with her and I was on a wait list for her readings for like one and a half years. I put my name down one and a half years and I did not know what I was going to be doing on that day that my reading would have ended up being on because I did not have my schedule for one and a half years later. But so when it came time for my reading... It was in the month of May, 2020, and it happened uh, in the middle of COVID. So we were home for three months, and I just thought that was odd because she does like aura readings, so she'll tell you what, what color your aura is. And usually, we each have two colors: a color that we lead with, and then a color that is secondary. But for me, I was worried that my colors wouldn't match up to my lifestyle because. She does mention that you can you can wear different colors depending on what your job is. So if you're two, if you're say if you're red blue, but you're a nurse. So when you're at when you're nursing, you might have a little bit more of a yellow aura because it's like you're you're playing that role. You're in that environment for work, and then you come back home and the the yellow's gone. So I was hoping that my reading would be pretty accurate because I was staying home and I wasn't doing the regular things that I would be doing every day, like my regular lifestyle. So I was like, oh, darn, I thought it was like happening at the worst timing. Little did I know that it was happening at the best timing. So my experience with the reading. So leading up to this reading, I am so freaking excited I never waited a year and a half for a reading before. And this was like the my first big celebrity reader. I've gone to some people in the community, but I've watched Mystic Michaela's videos on YouTube and listening to her podcast. And I just felt like I was like starstruck a little bit because I lo- I just loved her so much. So it was the day before my reading and I was telling my partner about the reading. And... We do not have we don't have any spiritual conversations at all, and um, he does know that I talked to my mom, and he does know that my mom passed away. This is still like in the early years of dating. I've never told him any of my experiences with spirits or ghosts. We just the topic never came up. So I tell him I'm so excited for my reading tomorrow with Mystic Michaela, and his reaction was not the reaction I was hoping for. He actually reacted. Totally different than I thought. He was like, You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be connecting with spirits and you should not be like bothering the dead. And you shouldn't be tapping into information that we're not supposed to know. And he was very passionate about what he was saying. It caught me off guard because he was so passionate about it. And I had no idea where this was coming from. Basically, he was telling me that he didn't want to be home and he didn't want to hear about it and just don't tell him anything about the reading. Don't ask about him. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Leave him out of the picture. 
because I was saying to him that she can read his color of his aura. If we get a photo, we can just give it to her. And I was saying that like, we could do both of our auras and figure out what colors we are. And he'd shut that idea down right away. So I was like, oh, damn, because I already sent in the photos <laughs> of him and me because she wanted photos ahead of time. And I was like, okay, I guess he says he doesn't want to hear anything about the reading. I'm just not going to tell him about the reading. Like, I guess I'll just know the colors of his aura just for my own person, or my own curiosity, but I just won't tell him about the reading. He doesn't want to hear about it. And I don't want his energy to ruin my excitement. So the day of the reading comes, I tell him, okay, I'm closing the door. Don't come in. I think it's going to be an hour long. And yeah, just don't come in leave the door shut. And I downloaded this app because I was trying to keep, I was trying to record this conversation on the phone because it was a phone reading. And I was trying to download this app, which ended up not like it didn't record properly because I never used this app before, but I thought it was recording. So I didn't really take too many notes, but long story short, I sent her the photos of myself. I sent her the photos of my fiance. And as soon as we jump in the call, she goes, who's the J name? Because I, I didn't, go to her to connect with my mom. I went to her because I wanted to know what my aura colors were. And she does more of psychic readings. And she says, who's the J name? Right away, the first thing she said. And I go, oh, that's my mom. And she goes, oh, you never sent me a photo of her. And then I just sent her a photo really quickly. I found one in my bedroom and I sent it to her. Yeah, my mom was just like bombarded in. (laughs) She's like, okay, I'm here. So it was a really interesting reading. I definitely recommend um, if you can ever get on her wait list. She's amazing. After she read my photo and she connected with my mom, she was reading my fiance's photo. So she was telling me his colors. It's interesting because his colors have changed also because I connected with her after quarantine. My colors have changed and my fiance's colors have changed too. So I find that interesting how your aura colors can fluctuate. Besides that, it was still the most perfect time for a reading. So she starts going off about my fiance's colors and just telling me like, okay, he's this color and this means that. And she's basically doing a psychic reading, but also bringing up his aura colors because that's her her frame of reference when she's doing readings. And she starts telling me all this, his personal thoughts and his insecurities and just things that have been going on in his mind. She's telling me all these things. And some of them I knew and some of them I didn't know. So after the reading was done, I told my fiance, okay, open the door. And I said, okay, I'm all done. First thing he says was, what did she say? What happened? Tell me about it. And I said, well, she did talk about you. And he wanted to hear all about it. And I go, why do you want to hear all about it? You were a little bit like angry that I was doing this in the first place. And you told me you don't want to hear anything about it. Then he got curious and he was like, tell me, I want to hear, I want to hear. And I was like, okay, I'll tell you. And at this time when I was doing the reading, he was in the other room. Once I told him of all these things that she was bringing up, he looked at me, his jaw just dropped. And he said, shut the F up. No, she didn't. She didn't say that. Like, he never swears, but like, shut the F up just came out of his mouth. I'm not one to swear either, (laughs) as you could tell. And I was like, what do you mean? 
shut the F up. Like, that's what she said. And he was like, no way. And he was literally genuinely so shocked. And he goes, I was just on the couch thinking about that and thinking about this this bigger picture of this worry that he was worrying about. He literally just said that he was worried about that while I was getting the reading done. He was just thinking about that. So he he was mind blown. I think that was his first spiritual awakening, to be honest. As subtle and as small as that seems, it was huge, huge, huge for him. At that time when he said he didn't want to hear about the reading and that he didn't want me to talk about it, I felt in my whole body, I had like a whole body experience of feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to close my throat chakra. I cannot release any of this and I can't express it out loud about anything to do with spirituality, I felt totally closed off. And I had a physical experience, like, there's no way that I can live like that without talking about this stuff. Whatever this stuff was, it was either talking to my mom or telling him about this cool thing, a sign that I got from my mom, or even just telling him about the reading and just that aspect of connecting with the divine and having that, I feel like I can't share that with the person that I spend every day with. I had such a body experience where I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if this is going to work because I just, my whole body clenched and I felt like I couldn't relax and be myself. And I think that's a good tip is that that might come up for you too. If when you're reacting to something that's not in, al- in alignment or it's not your true authentic self, your body is going to tell you first. Your body is going to feel tight. It's going, you're going to feel like you want to close in. You'll really know when you are being your most authentic self and you are where you're supposed to be is like your body will literally like open up, like starting from your shoulders and your shoulders will relax and you'll be peace. You'll have that peace and calm when you talk about and you're sitting in that energy. But if you're having the total opposite reaction, that's when you know like something's wrong, something's up, something that you, your body is like, no. Not only did that day change my partner's mind, not completely, but it opened up his mind a little bit. And that's all I needed, honestly. I took that little bit and I ran with it. Or I would say I jogged or fast walked with it (laughs) because Yeah, because I feel like every inch along the way of my spirituality and coming into who I am today as a psychic medium and a Reiki healer, every inch of the way, it was uncomfortable. And I felt like I had to keep going, but I tried to take baby steps and I tried to take little steps to get him more comfortable with the idea Because at the end of the day, it's not like we need somebody's else approval, but we want to be able to talk to people about our passions and what we love. And if you're living with somebody, a partner, or if you're spending time with a best friend every day, like it's hard to keep the things that you love and the things that you're passionate about, the things that light you up, it's hard to keep that inside. You just, you want to share all of that with people that you're with every day. And it's like when you can't share a piece of you, you feeling like you're not your most authentic self, 
there's nothing worse than that feeling where you you feel like you have to hold back or you can't say something in front of this person. It's very common for people to, once they dive into spirituality, to lose friends or lose family members because you feel like they're either judging you or you can't be yourself around them. And it's really ta- taxing on your mind and your body. And I know we I know we've all been there. We've all had at least one person who who we felt that way with. So this was transformative and super important that this that this reading brought up these feelings and this awareness for my partner. So that was like the first step. I would say that would be his his first sliver of a spiritual awakening. It's like when I think of a spiritual awakening, sometimes it's like boom you see ghosts or boom, you almost die and you see an angel. But also spiritual awakenings, I feel like they could be very small. It's all about shifting your awareness or opening up your mind to something else and realizing or at least being more open-minded of that there is more that we're not seeing. There's another dimension that still that exists It's not just us humans walking around on earth. There's way more to that. There's more. We're probably just a little little piece. We are a little bit of a piece to the puzzle. So when I think of a spiritual awakening, it's your mind waking up, opening up to something else that there is a possibility of a different world or there are other answers that we still don't have and to understand that there's this life that we're in right now and to also understand that there's another dimension happening at the same time that's very awakening so everybody has their own way of looking at it at a spiritual awakening and we all have a different story also about what is the spiritual awakening so when i think when i say that i that was i think that was his spiritual awakening that was his mind just opening up to something else as a possibility. Even if he's still skeptic, even if he still doesn't love talking about that kind of stuff, his mind definitely did open that day. So after this reading, after a few, the next month went by, we started going back to work during COVID or after COVID, after the quarantine of three months, we start, I start, I went back to work. I went back to work. And I was searching for more content, more podcasts. I needed to learn, 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 learn. So I started downloading. I didn't think I would like any other podcasts. I was very like, oh, I like this one podcast and that's it. I don't think any other podcasts are going to be good. But I was just Googling one day and I started to download um, a bunch of podcasts. I guess I clicked subscribe. So each week, all these podcasts would, these episodes would just automatically show up on my phone and I would pick my favorites. I would just tend to listen to them. But I noticed this podcast kept popping up. It kept coming up every week or every twice a week. I can't remember how often, but it was called um, Spirit School. And I didn't know where it came from because, I, like I said, I don't really remember. I think I was just pressing subscribe, subscribe to a lot of different episodes, not even knowing what I'm looking for. The podcast host of Spirit School, Danielle Serink, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. I can't say enough good things about her. The way she would speak, the way she would talk, the way she would tell a story, the way she would teach, 
She's very authentic, very genuine, and she would just say it how it is. And she has so much knowledge that she would just share all of her knowledge to everybody on this podcast. She was very generous with her knowledge and her sharing and her teachings, and she was very authentic, raw. I just felt super drawn to her, and I felt this very familiar feeling on a soul level between the two of us. This one day I was listening to the, like five minutes into the episode, it popped up on my phone again. I heard spirit, which at the time you think it's your own thoughts, but it was my guides. I didn't understand how my guides communicated or how spirit communicates. And it's just like learning a new language. I'll go into that deeper in a minute. But at that time, looking back, my guides were telling me to, I kept hearing this in my head, like book with her, book with her, book with her. And I was like, book with her. Like, I didn't really know much about her still. I was still really new. I think I only listened to um, maybe four episodes. Book with her, book with her, book with her. And I was like, okay, I was driving while I was listening to my podcast. So I got, when I got home, I, um, I looked her up. I looked on her website and I just saw pay now. There was a lot of writing and I was just kind of whizzing through it. All I was focused on was pay now. And I just paid now. I pressed pay now. I put my credit card information in and it said, congratulations, you're signed up with Spirit School. And then I got an email right away and everything was very automated and very, very Virgo. It was very organized. Two minutes later after I... I got the follow-up email and it said my credit card was accepted. Two minutes later, I emailed I emailed the email that showed up in my inbox and I said, I remember saying, hi, um, I'm not sure what I just signed up for. Yeah, how does it work? Um, is the class today or is the class like this week or when is the class or what did I sign up for? What did I pay for? I didn't know. I had no idea. (laughs) But I just kept hearing, book with her, book with her. And I was like, take my money. Take it all. I don't know what you're going to teach me. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I just, I just take my money. (laughs) I need to work with you. I don't even know what we're doing, but we are working together. It's like, I, I, yeah, I'm usually very careful when I'm buying things online. Like, okay, what am I getting exactly? And I go over all the details, but nope. My brain was not my brain was not working and I was like, okay, here's my credit card. Now I'll figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> That's often how spirit works. Comes in with a bang and then the fireworks just start. So I got an email back. She has a spiritual community, which is like a monthly, a monthly membership. And that's what I signed up for. And I was like, okay. And there was a schedule with all these classes. She'd be like, okay, the the, cl- the next class is Friday. And the, you can take all of the classes. You can join. Basically, it's an online school. There was a time where we were signing up for practice readings. And people were looking for people to like practice giving psychic readings or mediumship readings or energy healing readings. Um, basically, like any modality people would be wanting to practice. So I volunteered. I was like, oh, I would love to um, help somebody practice. At this point, that's all I thought. That's all I thought I was doing. I thought I was the one that was just getting like a free reading. As we connected with this person that wanted to practice, 
she says to me, okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? And it's just me and this other girl one-on-one. My heart started racing and I was like, wait, what? No, no, no. Like, I can't do this. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Like, I just joined the group. Like, what is, what are we doing? What is this? I don't even know how to start or I don't even know, like, what to do, what the right steps are. Like, nothing, 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 nothing. I haven't taken any classes yet. And the girl was like, oh, it's okay. Usually, yeah, we both take turns, but it's okay. If you don't want to go, you don't have to go. It was like kind of awkward. And I was like, well, like I have angel cards. I have some cards. I can pull you cards. But I'm like, I've never done cards for anybody before. And she's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. (laughs) So it's because it's supposed to be an energetic exchange, right? Like it has to be even where it's like, you know, I'm giving her a reading and she's giving me a reading. If it's just one way or the other, if she's just giving a reading, this is with all energy work. Having an energy exchange is very important for your en- your own energy. For example, if she was just giving me a reading and not receiving and having the energy like be off balance, that her energy is actually going to be more drained at the end of the day because it's not like an even energy exchange. And that's why they say at the beginning, when you're doing like Reiki, it's important to do some kind of exchange. So if you were to practice on somebody and they would come over and you wanted to practice doing Reiki on them, it's almost like um, there has to be some kind of exchange. So if it's not money, the person can bring you like a coffee or they can bring you flowers or they can bring you like a Starbucks card or or even they can bring you, they can make you cookies or it just has to be some kind of exchange, right? Or if you're doing like a reading for somebody, a nice exchange also, if it's a free reading is for that person to to write you a review because they're exchanging, that's how they're exchanging their energy and it feels more even. Otherwise, it's it's hard to balance our own energy. But I know we do talk about that a lot and in the spiritual community of energy because energy exchange is so important besides that (laughs) so I found it it was important to to pull her some cards and everything went fine with the cards I was just a little bit awkward because I was not expecting to do it but that was my first experience and I after that I just kept signing up signing up signing up and, and I kept getting into it and um people would say like wow you're so brave you're so brave and I was like, how am I so brave? Because they would be like, how long have you been in the group for? And I'd be like, oh, this long. I'm just jumping in. I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, you're so brave. And for me, I didn't I really understand that because I was like, well, there's no place I'd rather be, honestly. Like, this is so exciting. I can't wait to be here. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> That's how I looked at it. But now looking back on it, I go, okay, that is a little, a little bit brave. So that was my experience of just jumping into this. And again, I guess I literally just jumped into everything. Just jump, 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 jump. But um, this is definitely, yeah, it's definitely because it was my Saturn return. And everything just changes. And what's supposed to come to you in alignment just comes in and bombards you, I almost want to say. So change happens really quick. And um, just follow the breadcrumbs. Even if you're not in your Saturn return, follow the the breadcrumbs that come to you and you'll be surprised where you end up. So then a month later, I was waiting for the month later because I was jumping into Squamish Mediums. Um, she has this course and 
for me too, listening to her podcast, um, what really stuck with me was that she said anybody can do this. And she was talking about her course and anybody can do this. And I was like, I took a pause and I go, wait, what? I've never heard like somebody say that anybody can do this. Growing up, if you didn't see ghosts or spirits or angels or orbs, if you didn't see that when you were a child, a young, 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 young child, you didn't think that you were a psychic or a medium. Well, that's how I looked at it. I was like, okay, never, I never, I didn't see spirits when I was young. Like I saw, I started to see spirits around 18, but I I always thought like there were, there must've been that like saying, like you're either born with it or you're not born with it. And I always thought that I never thought I was a medium. I never thought I was a psychic because I was like, I wasn't born with it, but I feel like we all are born with these intuitive abilities it's just like a muscle, like going to the gym, you know, you have to develop them. They have to, you have to keep going at them to make them stronger and building that muscle. But I, I never, because of that saying, it was so limiting, limiting. Right. And when she said anybody could do this, I almost didn't believe her because I was like, I went through my whole life thinking and doubting myself that, nope, I'm not a medium. Nope. I'm not a psychic. I didn't see spirits when I was young, young, young. Nope. Even though I had all these experiences, I was, I never thought I was a psychic or a medium. And um, so I signed up for her course and I was waiting for the course to start. Then the first day of the course, she, we have this huge, like we have this whole course. So there's um, a course that we, we just, we do it on our own. And then there's times where we will meet as a group and then there are times outside of the class that we would, she would set up partner practicing. And she said that the most transformational work that, or how you will develop is really in the practice. So we were all pretty nervous to practice and do our first, because we, we went over like the first module and then we would learn that and then we would put it into action and practice with people. Of course, I remember my first practice we were both sitting there in front of the computer and because I was in the community for about a month now, I was used to talking to, I was getting more used to talking to people on Zoom. So I wasn't as nervous about the the Zoom aspect, but the other person was very, very nervous because she's never done anything like a practice on Zoom before. So I think I, I think I went first. So I, t- I was taking what I learned in the course and I was applying it in practice for in the practice version. I was like, okay, I wrote all the steps down. Step one, do this. Step two, do that. Step three, do that. Four, step four, do that. At the end of the day, it's really all about your, what's your intention? What are you hoping to get out of the session? What are you hoping to see? Who are you hoping to connect with? So I was like, okay, step one, do this. And I closed my eyes and I was doing the thing that was whichever was step one, I was doing that. And it's also about shifting your mind. There's a lot of steps, but I closed my eyes and I focused on the first step. As soon as I did that, if you can just close your eyes right now with me, just closing your eyes, taking a couple deep breaths and just relaxing your shoulders. And then just noticing that the, just noticing the room around you, noticing 
if there's like a breeze, noticing if it's like hot anywhere around your body. But most of it should feel pretty normal. It should just feel like you're just sitting like it always does. But as soon as I did the first step, I felt my whole right side of my body like vibrating, like tingling from head to toe. It wasn't on the left side. It was the right side. And it was like, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it's working. Like, I've never felt spirit like this before. And I thought to myself, it's happening really quick. Like, the first step was I was doubting myself. I thought nothing was going to happen. and We were both just going to be staring at each other in this computer the whole time. And I thought it was going to be really awkward because nothing would happen. But as soon as I did the first step, I felt spirit. And I still feel spirit that same way when spirit comes through and comes into my room or if, I, um, if I'm doing a reading, it literally feels like they're coming into my room. Like, okay, opening the door. Come on in, guys. I'm doing the reading for this person. And spirit will often use my, my right side and my left side as information. So depending on where I place spirit, male, female, grandmother, mom, dads, cousins, grandfathers, um, children. It's like they each come in in a different angle, in a different way. And that's how I know or have an idea of who's coming forward. But most of the time it's pretty split up in the middle between female side of the family, a mother figure, or the male side. So friends can come in the male side, but when they come in the male side, I'll know it's like, okay, I have this male stepping forward. And that's usually the first information I get because they come close to me and I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I sense a female coming in. That's the first first information I always pick up on. And then they'll come closer and I'll start to get more information. I will understand, I'll take under, start to understand relationships, um, ages. I can sense usually if they're a little bit older or, a little, or younger, if they had a full life. And usually the second step is spirit will show me on my body because the same way that they come in on my right and my left side, they will bring my attention to certain parts of my body. So, so for example, if they had a heart attack, it's like they will put their hand on my heart and I will feel that vibration from their hand touching my heart. It goes both ways. So sometimes they'll put their hand on my heart. And I'll feel the vibration on my heart. So I know that they had like a heart issue or a heart attack. Or sometimes I get a more physical reaction. They'll actually blend in with my body, my aura. And I'll start to physically feel them like as if I am them. So if they were a heavy smoker or had lung issues, I'm going to be coughing. I'm going to be coughing as if I am them and as if I'm in their body and just experiencing um, the throat issues. It depends too. I guess some spirits are more comfortable to come right into me. It sounds crazy to say like come right into me, but when I say that, it, that's what it feels like. It feels like I am them. I start to move my hands. I might do the same gestures that they did. So it can go that way. Or I feel like sometimes maybe if the spirit isn't as comfortable. Um, they will just put their hand on my part on the part of my body. Like they might just put their hand on my head and I can feel that they had an issue, Alzheimer's or something, a head injury. 
But it can be very extreme where I start to get stomach pain, like really bad stomach pain. That's when they're completely blending with me. But if I just feel like a vibration on my stomach, I guess that's more of a lighter approach. So it can go either way. That's how I usually get my information at the very beginning of my readings. But yeah, that was my first reading. And it came to me, I'm still figuring out like what what everything means. Like, what does it mean when my hands get hot? What does it mean when my feet go like this? What does it mean? And it's all about figuring out what does it mean when it's new to you. It's like learning a new language, right? If somebody lost their hearing and you have to do sign language for them, you have to learn how to do sign language. You have to learn a new language because they can no longer hear you. Same thing when we pass away. That person doesn't have a body anymore. We can't communicate the exact same way like we used to. So it's all about learning a new language. Learning a new language so we can still communicate with them, but differently. So I think I was just really blown away by that first experience because it came in right away. It was almost like they were waiting. (laughs) They were waiting for me to learn this I wouldn't say secret language. They were like, yeah, we're here. Just call us in and we are ready to communicate. Every session is different, but I think at the very start, I was expecting nothing and I was very surprised of what I, of how fast it came. But it's also one of those things too, where how do you know, how do you know you're an artist until you pick up a paintbrush and you start painting? How do you know that you're going to be, that you're an amazing chef and you're going to be a chef for a very expensive restaurant one day? How do you know that you can be a chef if you haven't tried to cook? How do you know you're good at something until you try? It really felt like that. Like once I had the groundwork on what to do, how to communicate, it was like boom, 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 boom. But I didn't know. I didn't know the groundwork. I didn't know the language and how to communicate with spirit. So that was also mind-blowing for me. So since then, I have been, I've worked with Danielle many times. I've done a lot of her courses, if not all of them. Um, I worked really closely with Danielle in in a small mastermind with and I've worked with um, other mentors along the way. And and I'm so excited because Spirit School is going to be an actual school in Squamish opening up June 1st. And I'm excited. I'm going to be doing some readings actually at the open house. That's definitely like a vision board goal. And I can be more honored to spend the open house, spend that time at Spirit School because Spirit School has been so transformative for me. If you guys are ever in the area to check out Spirit School, it's uh, opening up in Squamish, BC. It's on the on the water. There's mountains. It's gorgeous. Squamish is beautiful, which is about it's about forty five minutes away from the city of Vancouver. I think that's all I'm going to share today about how I got into mediumship and. Um, a little bit about my Saturn return and all of that change that kind of just came in at the right timing, like a wrecking ball, I want to say. <laughs> it's interesting because 
I never saw angel numbers before I signed up with spirit school. And that's when I started diving into what does 111 mean? What is, I always heard of 1111, make a wish. (laughs) I've always heard of 1111, make a wish, but that was the only number I, I knew of. And it was interesting because numbers, when numbers come to you, it's a lot about alignment and it's numbers. Speaking of like learning a different language on how to communicate, learning how to communicate with angels is all about angel numbers. That is their own way of communicating is angel numbers. So really paying attention to one, two, three, four, which means that you are taking the right steps in life. Two, 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 two is all about balance. But I started getting angel numbers as soon as I started, I signed up with spirit school and it's all about alignment at the end of the day. Like I definitely wasn't in alignment before I started this journey. So I am grateful and everything just seemed to unfold on the right path and during that time. So it's a beautiful time to look back on and just to really look back and see how far I've come. And I'm so grateful for all of my mentors along the way. I'm so grateful for all these experiences and I am so grateful for my Saturn return. Sometimes people can have a really, really hard time with the Saturn return, but for me, I actually had a wonderful Saturn return. Like nothing totally knocked me out of the ballpark. Like I felt like the only thing that I feel like I was in a good stage of my life, but I wasn't doing the right thing. So as soon as I was able to dive into this spirituality, what this was this was what it was wanting to unfold for so long. But I loved every step of the way with my Saturn return. Everything was new, everything was transformative, everything was exciting, and everything was what lights me up. All of the changes that I made were decisions and choices and things that I loved. And it, I was I so I had a great Saturn return, but I know that's not the case for everybody. I was actually sad when my Saturn return ended because I'm like, oh no, I, I want another one. Like that was so much fun. So much change happened for the better. Okay, I will leave you guys with that. Oh, Spirit wants me to pull you guys a card. Let me see. Do I have any cards near me? Oh, okay. I have a self-care deck beside me, but I think that's all I have. But I keep hearing, like, pull a card, pull a card before you leave. So let me see what comes up. So I'm pulling from the self-care deck. The Sacred Self-Care Oracle by Jill Pyle. So just know that this card is for whoever is listening and whoever has made it this far in the episode. This card is for you. Okay. So I pulled the card, it says, spend time with friends. But for this card, what I'm really feeling into is spending time with friends, yes. But it makes me feel like in the card, there's like, there's three people sitting around each other. There's a moon, a moon phase at the top. I think they're drinking tea. They have oracle cards and candles, crystals, flowers. And muffins and snacks and just like there, I think there's like a painting, like some paint and like a a canvas. 
But for this, it feels like find people, spend time with friends, people that also have the same interests as you. And sometimes that's hard because we're friends and we have all different interests. But I think it's about community at the end of the day. And just, I was talking about community also. But spending time finding your own community that lights you up and a group that you guys can bring each other up and you can be there to support each other and ask questions and learn from one another. So it almost feels like a powerhouse of just people that can help you expand and working together. And there's such a so much beauty There's so much balance with all of that, but it definitely feels like community for sure with this card. And also I feel called to say too, is there a friend that you haven't seen in a while that you've been like, I should probably reach out to them. I haven't talked to them. I should call them. And then you probably, you might forget to call them. It also is a nice reminder too, that that one person that you keep telling yourself that I got to give him a call one of these days. I got to give him a call one of these days. Spirit's also nudging me to say that too, because some people will take both of those informations or one of you guys will take, or you might take just that part of it, but that definitely feels like an aspect too that they are showing me because it makes me feel like this person might live like a little bit of a drive away where you don't see them all the time. Like I'm seeing like the number 45. I'm not sure if somebody lives like approximately 45 minutes away from you where you're like, okay, I don't see them all the time. But they are showing me that. Okay, that's a beautiful card to leave you guys with. Hope you guys have a great week. Mm-hmm.